Hi, thanks for tuning in and listening. Today you're going to hear about a really cool program called Backpack Buddies and some stories about the people that put it together and the people who receive it. This program is coordinated by Carrie Ann Peterson from Our Savers Lutheran Church and Melissa Tejeda from District 59. Um, it's a program to get food home with elementary school kids and their families. I want to give an extra thank you to Melissa Tejeda, who is very gracious because I mispronounced her last name during this episode, and she was very kind and did not even correct me. So big shout out to Melissa Tejeda. We're so glad to get to talk to you. Listen in. Hello and welcome to Just Stories. We share inspiring stories of real people leading lives impacted by social justice, advocacy, and service. Hear how our guests have used their experiences to make a difference in the lives of others. And remember, it's all about the story, theirs and yours, just stories. Hello again, everybody. I'm Mark and I'm here with my friend Cheryl. Cheryl, how is it going? I'm doing all right. How are you doing tonight, Mark? I'm doing okay. I'm doing just fine. We had a good dinner and uh, and excited to talk with a couple quality people tonight. Yeah. Hey, you had a good weekend. Wasn't it Dad's Day? Didn't you go down and see your kids? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah that's right. I went down to see Julia. She's down at U of I and uh, was able to spend uh, evening going to a basketball game with her and then just had a good time uh, doing some hiking. And then, you know, a funny thing happened on Sunday. Uh, my wife and my daughter, other daughter had joined us. So the four of us uh, were going to go out for brunch on Sunday on Dad's Day weekend. Have you ever tried to do that? <laughs> it, 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 not Dad's hard. Day, but uh, Mom's Day back when I was in college. Yeah, not easy. Yeah. yeah How'd it go? It, it just packed. And then you add COVID on top of it. My wife doesn't like to be in crowded places with, with uh, COVID. So we uh, went to one place and the wait was 40 minutes. And then we wound up saying no to that. So we went somewhere else that my wife found. And uh, we were able to get a table right away. And it was just this little um, restaurant in the rural Urbana. I mean, she goes to Champaign-Urbana and there's rural areas down there. So it was really a small town, little restaurant. And we got our seat and we were all excited, uh, got some coffee. And we noticed there was a buffet there in the restaurant. And the server said, you know, you're welcome to hit the buffet anytime. And my wife and I just looked at each other and, you know, we are in COVID times still. And my wife is very conservative. And I asked the waitress, is it only buffet or is there, you know, table service? And she said, no, it's just our Sunday buffet uh, on Sundays. And so um, we saw people going up to that buffet, you know, no masks, not a single mask in the whole restaurant. And, uh, digging into the buffet and loading up their plates. And we just weren't comfortable with that. So um, we had, we ran out of options and uh, we, uh, we, we just decided to pull the plug on lunch that afternoon and uh, headed back to my wife's, my wife's, my daughter's uh, uh, apartment. But the good thing is, and this brings us into what we're talking about a little bit today is we had food options there. We had scrambled up some eggs, had some leftovers from the night before, and we were able to have a a nice little lunch. And we're going to be talking today, I think, if I'm correct, about a little bit about um, 
some in our own communities that have difficulty with having enough food and, and enough for what they need. So um, yeah, it worked out. It was a nice weekend. Thanks for asking. And we, <laughs> we had plenty to eat, <laughs> which is, which is good. But tell us a little bit about who we have on today, Cheryl. Well, I will. I'm very excited because we are hearing from our Savior's very own Carrie Ann Peterson um, and a colleague of hers, Melissa Tejada. And we're going to be hearing about the Backpack Buddies and that connects our Saviors with the elementary school. Um, so it's very exciting. I'm so excited to hear more about this program. But let me tell you a little bit about them first. So we have your and my own good friend, Carrie Ann Peterson. And she is the children's ministry coordinator at Our Savior's Lutheran Church and in charge of all the programming for children and families, including Sunday school, First Communion, Vacation Bible School, Backpack Buddies, and many other ministries as well. I don't know how she does it all. Um, Carrie Ann is dedicated to helping children grow in their relationship with God, developing their faith, and understanding of service to others in need. She is married with two adult sons and an amazing Siberian Husky named Sadie, who is so cute. You got to see pictures of that dog. So cute. Um, she is passionate about spending time with her family, sometimes on a boat, cooking delicious meals and desserts, and playing the piano and singing in our church choir. She is quite a gifted, wonderful person. So we're, I'm glad to get to finally get Carrie Ann on our podcast. But along you know, with her, it's great if I can chime in. It's been great uh, seeing Carrie Ann in action. I think she's her ministries are the front door for many people that come come to the church. You know, as far as um, the types of things that she does, um, a lot of people enter and find growth in their faith because of the ministries that she's been involved with. So yeah, she's a rock in our church. She's a rock oh, star yeah. in our church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I had kids, that kind of got us back into it. Yeah. Like we we're like. Uh, our children need to learn about God and we better find a good church. And that, you know, was one of the big reasons that we ended up at our saviors. So yep, yep. yeah, we rely on Carrie Ann a lot. So, so who's um, Melissa? Let me, yes. Let me tell about Melissa Tejada. Um, she is a community outreach specialist at district 59, where she's been working for the past six years. Prior to this role, she held positions in various social service agencies, including DCFS, Head Start, and a domestic violence organization. So Melissa has helped a lot of people, and District 59 is lucky to have her from what I, what I see. Um, Melissa and her husband have been married for 12 years, and they have a loving baseball fanatic eight-year-old son and a one-and-a-half-year-old cat named Belle. In her free time, she practices self-care by doing a little shopping, enjoying a little manicure, or turning up the volume of her music. So uh, we are excited to have Melissa here with us. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for having us. We're ex I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, too. Thank you. Well, Good. thanks for coming on. So, Melissa, uh, you know, my, my mom taught in District 59. She was a school teacher for 25 years, I think. And uh, so it'll be interesting to connect with you a little bit, uh, a bit about that. I, I'm familiar with some of the schools there. My kids don't go there, but um, I'm a little bit familiar just through my mom. So Carrie Ann, um, I love the name Backpack Buddies, but tell our listeners a little bit about what Backpack Buddies is or what it does. 
Well, Backpack Buddies is a, um, a program that we started at our, our Saviors um, where we help children in need that or families in need that um, don't have enough food. Um, the idea started where, um, you know, a lot of the children get um, breakfast and lunch uh, supplied to them by the school district. Um, and on the weekends, they don't have a lot of food. Um, and so, um, I wanted, I wanted to bring that to our saviors and be a support um, to those families that really, um, you know, are in need of nutritional food, um, especially on the weekends when they're not in school and don't have their needs met that way. And so um, I started a food pantry at our saviors with the support of the congregation and um, other staff members and um, it's just grown into this beautiful program where um, we serve um, each week, we pack 15 bags for the families and um, luck, lucky me, I get to deliver it to the school and see Melissa's uh, smiling face every week. And um, we pack it with all kinds of, of food. We pack breakfast foods, lunch foods, um, snacks and dinner, um, vegetables, um, all kinds of different things. We even do um, bread and special kinds of foods. Um, that you know that, that they need um we'll get into that a little bit more later but um it's just a great program and i'm so excited that we've been doing it now for um a year and a half it's been great wow so did it start during covid or before covid started did we did it start well the idea came before the pandemic happened and i tried to establish it um before with uh with a different school district and we kind of went through the process and tried to get it to work but um, unfortunately we weren't able to connect that way and then um i was um connected with uh, District 59 and through another person who introduced me to Melissa. And uh, we started emailing back and forth. And, um, you know, she told me what what the needs were. And um, we we just made it happen, didn't we? <laughs> we just made it happen. And so um, it's been it's been really great. Um, Melissa's wonderful and she's so great to work with. And um, we have great communication and like I said, we see each other every week when I drop off the food. So this is just really a ministry that was born out of your seeing a need and saying, hey, let's try to make meet this need and then teaming up with somebody that you found in the school district. Um, it's, it's really a, kind of a it's neat to hear that the starts of that to just a, as simple as, hey, there's a need here. What can we do about it? That's 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 awesome. It's really neat. I would add that. Um we we had just had a team meeting and we were talking about how we could you know provide more of these um outreach supports to families and and spread you know the wealth within our district right in different schools and literally like like the week that next week carrie ann um is connected we, we we just connected through the other mutual person and it was like wow like we just had this conversation about you know with my team about you know bringing more of these um or bringing just more opportunities for of outreach for our families during the during the weekend you know our our especially for our families who face food insecurity so um it was just like um carrie ann and and our saviors 
being like the heroes of our district because truly like she like it's not just like providing it but delivering it um to our school um it's such a huge help huge relief to not only like our team or myself but our families who who experience food insecurity during the weekends mm, it's so nice to hear so nice that we get to share all the great things Carrie Ann does and helps people. So, um, but I, Mark and I always find it really interesting about um, kind of our guest backgrounds. And if there's something that um, was about your childhood or your adulthood that led both of you to be such obviously caring, giving women. Um, Melissa, can you share anything about when you were growing up that got you to go into this type of programming and the kind of services that you've been in? Well, I would say that um, I'm like one of the oldest in, in my extended family, like the of nieces or nephews. And I was always like the one that went to, or that was asked like, like my, my uncles and my, and my aunts, they would ask my parents to borrow me <laughs> to translate or to interpret for them, you know, like whether they had appointments or they had, um, you know, or they had to go to the DMV to get, you know, or they renew their license or the license sticker. They would always ask for, for my help to go and interpret. So I got to, you know, see the need there just with my own immediate family. Um, and, and then some of my family members, you know, did have those um, outside governmental supports like WIC or the public aid assistance. So I got to see firsthand those those um, supports because I would go there and interpret or, you know, for my either for my um, aunts or uncles. Um, so I was like put in that in that position of a helper since a young age. Um, and then just when when in high school, when um, we were, um, I would took a class and we had to do like an internship. And I chose to go to a domestic violence shelter and work with the children. And that was very eye-opening to me, like the stories that I would hear. So that's really where my passion for helping others grew because I, I saw these innocent kids who had like no say in, in, in this world. And they're just put in these situations where they're, they're, they don't ask for that, you know? So, um, that like really led me to go into this path of social services and I knew exactly what I wanted to go to college for which was for psychology slash social services so that's that's where my passion grew and, it, and I still have yeah so that's one highlight or a few highlights that I can share yeah wow I just I, I'm, I'm always so intrigued by how some of those little things that you think you know it was just how life was how that affects you and makes you the person that you are um, was there anything in your earlier years, Carrie Ann, that kind of led you to helping people and doing what you do? Um, well, you know, I grew up in a very privileged family who always had a lot. And it was instilled in me early on that we should always give back and share what we have with people who don't have as much as us. Um, you know, my mom was a teacher um, my whole life or my whole childhood life, I should say. And um, my sister's a teacher as well. And so we've always been working with kids and we've been passionate about working with kids. And so, um, you know, all three of us have been in that, that position of working with kids and seeing, you know, certain needs in certain areas. 
Um, but, you know, as we got to be adults, um, you know, we continued on with that tradition of giving back to others who are less fortunate than us. And, um, you know, like at Christmas time, instead of exchanging gifts of, of things that we don't need, um, we decided for, for this went on for years that um, we would donate in each other's names to certain charities that were that we were passionate about or that the other person was passionate about and had a, a special connection to. So um, we did that for a long, a very long time. And um, I appreciate that you know, that was instilled in us because, um, I don't know, I've always felt the need to help others and, um, you know, working in a church, um, I think our saviors is very strong on, um, it's outreach and, and ministries that help others. And, you know, I, I love, I'm proud and, and privileged to be on a, on a staff of a church that, that does that. Um, so, that's that's how I feel. I just feel like we should always give back to those that need help. Thanks for both of you sharing a little bit about your background. It's always kind of interesting to reflect on what has made us who we are, you know, and uh, so thanks for sharing about that. So, Melissa, um, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about the schools, uh, school or schools that are receiving um, some of the donations from Backpack Buddies. Perhaps there's a story or just some characteristics of the school that you could share with our listeners? Sure. So um, since Backpack Buddies started, um, a lot of those bags have blessed many families um, across the district. Um, but this year, um, because kids are back in person, um, kids are, are, are able to either take them home with them Hence, why they're backpack. You know, they're going. They go in a backpack, um, or parents are able to come pick up from that building from one specific school. Um, this particular school is your true community school. Your school, com your your school within the community, right? And it's in the middle of of um, like your neighborhood. So, like like we say that the backyard of the school is like the the apartment complexes. The front is all your um, houses, your suburban houses in the front. And then there's also a mixture of townhomes in there. So really like we have a lot of walkers. We have a lot of parent engagement because they, their, um, their, um, engagement with, with the teachers, with the staff, with the principals, um, and then just parents, um, coming together because during drop-off or dismissal, parents are coming with their students. So it's just a, a nice, nice thing to see when, you know, during arrival and during dismissal, because there's just so many families around the school. And that's what makes it special to me, really, that school. Um, there's only two buses, believe it or not. You know, when there's other schools, there's like, you know, lines and lines of buses. But with this school, there's only two buses and, and um, to me, that really makes it unique because there's just so many opportunity for, for conversation um, with, with families and just learning from each other. So at the same time, because it's, it's, um, it's you know, the, the, the homes or the families are so close to the school, it's, it's so easy for them. It's, it's, um, it's very convenient to our families to be able to come to the school and pick up the, the meals from there. So for our working parents, 
um, it's it's convenient. It's a convenient place. And for our students who are walkers who don't have such a long distance to get home, you know, they're able to just carry the backpack and go home. And the smiles that I see when those bags come in, you know, when when Carrie Ann is dropping off those bags on door five and kids are walking by, you know, they're like, oh, you know, the bags, the bags, you know, are here. And, and yeah, and even, when, even though those bags don't go to every student, it's still an excitement, right? And, and it's still um, the joy of seeing every kid just be excited about it, but then more so the kids who do actually need them and, and take them, it's something that they look forward to. And that makes it truly special because um, something as simple as, um, you know, mac and cheese or tortillas or um, milk, you know, is something that really fills their bucket. And um, that's, that's truly special to me, especially this year where we've seen an increase in families coming here on asylum from Central America. This has been a huge, huge help to them um, a blessing to them, you know, the congregation coming together and then, and then Carrie Ann coming and dropping them off is a huge relief to those families, um, who are already trying to learn the culture, you know, of a, of a new country and trying to assimilate, not to mention all the trauma and all the hardships that they experienced traveling here. And now they have to face food insecurity, but just having that in the weekend, um, is a, is a tremendous help for them. Oh, that's so good to hear. Um, Melissa, do the same families get the backpacks every weekend? Yes, they do. I have a list of, of um, families that, that um, either parents that come or kids that take them home. But yeah, they all know that it's faithfully there every Thursday. <laughs> Melissa, this is um, uh, a podcast called Just Stories. And I wonder if there's any uh, in particular stories. Of course, everything is anonymous and we don't want you to share any names or anything like that. Um, we've heard some stories on this podcast about those who have come into the country seeking asylum, who have made their way through arduous journeys. Um, and you've, you've shared that some of the students there are kind of some of those same, same folks. Um, any families come to mind of, or stories that you'd like to tell? Yes, absolutely. There's, um, you know, you, you see on the, on the news about these um, families who are crossing multiple borders. And then in our own border here, where families get separated from parents and kids, kids go on one shelter and parents go on a different shelter. Um, and you think that that's like, oh, that's happening over there. But as I'm, you know, receiving families that are in asylum and I get to know their stories, and it's not just being like, I get to learn that it's not just them being separated there at the border, they're being separated across states. So like parents remain or the single mom remains at the shelter there in the border, like of Texas. And then the kids get um, transferred to a different shelter in say Connecticut, right? So these are across states and they don't know about the whereabouts of their children that is like very, um, that, that has been very heartbreaking to hear those stories. Um, but at the same time, you know, as I, and as I'm speaking to the students about this, like they're so resilient and, and they're, instead of like, like worth, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like it's such a trauma, like it's such a traumatic experience for them. They are telling me, oh my God, I had never been on an airplane before. 
um, it was so awesome. My, you know, I felt when, when the, when the airplane was getting ready for liftoff, you know, my, my stomach, I felt butterflies, you know, those little things. I was like, oh my gosh, so that, those stories like inspire me because it just makes me um, just admire kids even more, their, their, their strength, their resiliency. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful to have this opportunity to get to know them. And then um, not only that, but then have, you know, the, the partnership with our saviors and Carrie Ann to be able to provide them with a little bit of, you know, help, you know, um, but a story, specific story, like, um, like one parent, she was like, she was saying how her kids were like, so going to the back, so excited. And then she mentioned about the peanut butter. She didn't know what peanut butter was and she didn't even name it peanut butter. She said, um, obviously she said this in Spanish, but she said like a, like a, like a, like this, this, this buttery, like this cream that tastes like peanuts. I'm like, oh, peanut butter. And then I said, and then I said the correct term in Spanish and she's like, oh, they loved that. They ate it with some cookies and they was so good to them. And then they put it on top of the bread and like they had never tasted it. And I had never tasted it either, but they loved the taste of it. And then that was just like, wow, it um, was so touching to hear that. And um, to add, one of the things that we're also so blessed to have um, is like Carrie Ann since the beginning asked, what are some things that we could pack in these bags? What do parents eat? So that to me also was like, wow, like being culturally responsive, being just really aware of who this food is serving, you know, that they're really taking that into consideration is something that I really appreciate, um, especially for these types of families that are coming here already, don't know the language, don't know the culture, but we're bringing them something familiar like rice, beans, tortillas, mm -hmm. eggs, those type of things, you know, I really value and they value and they've shared that with me. Um, and some of the families might not know what pancake mix are, but other families do. And, and I've shared this with Carrie on like some texts about, even though they're in Spanish, but they're like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. It had sugar in there. There was, there was um, pancake mix, um, flour. So they really do appreciate all the food and, and they appreciate that it's food that they can make and they can eat and enjoy with their families. Oh, Thank thanks you. for sharing that. Yeah, that really paints a picture of who's getting this food and, you know, the excitement about it. I hadn't been excited about peanut butter. And then you kind of made me think of like, you know, when you first get peanut butter, how good that is. Uh, well, at Carrie Ann, I know that last year, of course, was a big challenge for everyone and all the programs, the church and everywhere. And our church was closed for part of the year. And so I think the whole coordination and distribution and donations was this one woman operation. <laughs> and you were that one woman <laughs> after people donated stuff, you were, you were doing it all. And thank you for sticking with that during, you know, what was obviously a difficult time, but um, I know it's changed as our saviors has slowly reopened. And can you tell us a little bit about um, the, our saviors end of it and the getting the food? Yeah, so um, 
originally when we first started, we were making it a kind of a Sunday school offering program. So all of the offering that the children brought in for Sunday school, and we kind of led up right before the pandemic, like we were collecting money um, through donations. Um, and then we started asking them to bring in food. And um, on one of our God's Work Our Hands weekends, we built the food pantry and um, we there were a lot of families that were involved in that, even youth families too, kids that were, you know, above elementary age. And um, I started um, asking congregation members and putting it out there for food donations. And the response was unbelievable. Um, the food kept pouring in and pouring in and pouring in. And we, we <laughs> blew out of our food pantry. We didn't have enough space for all of the food on the shelves of the food pantry. So we took over an entire classroom at our saviors. And um, so now we have two rooms dedicated to our food pantry. Um, and, um, you know, last, and it just keeps coming in. Like it, it doesn't stop. It just keeps coming in and people respond, you know, whenever I, I put a thing out on Facebook or I send an email, I say, we're low on, you know, um, canned meals or we're low on canned soup or we're low on cereal or oatmeal or whatever. Uh, people just respond in an unbelievable way and just start going crazy. And um, I am so appreciative of all of the members and congregation members of our saviors because we couldn't do this without them. Um, but one of the things is people who can't donate food, they also donate money as well. And so this enables me to purchase the items that people can't donate like eggs or milk. Um, we put bread in every single week. We give tortillas twice a week. Um, so those perishables that, that, don't, that can't live in a food pantry for an extended period of time, that the money that people donate as well, we can add on those things. I mean, everybody needs eggs and milk, you know? So um, it, I go shopping every week um, to add those things to the bags. And um, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. Um, and, you know, Cheryl, you mentioned last year, I was a one woman operation. I would crank up that music and just start packing those bags all by myself. Cause you know, with the pandemic, we had to be very careful about being together and our, our, our building was closed. So, um, you know, we, I did it, but this year I'm excited to say that um, we have um, extended an invitation to our confirmation and youth um, students to come in and help pack the bags. And so every Wednesday night, um, I have a couple youth come in and um, I have a check sheet for them. Um, each week we offer different items. So, you know, some of those items that um, you don't need every single week, like a big bag of sugar or a bottle of vegetable oil or those kind of things or, or peanut butter. You know, if you got peanut butter every week, you'd have an overabundance of peanut butter. So um, I have I have um, check sheets that are checklists, I should say, that the kids can check off. And um, I put it in order of what goes in the bag first. And and they have responded so well. And they come in and, and work so hard and are so conscious of how they're putting it in the bags and what they're putting in the bags. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes they'll say, Mrs. Pearson, I think these kids need extra cookies or I think they need extra, extra food this week. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just 
so heartwarming to see these kids respond and really recognize the impact that of what they are doing and how they're helping um, these children in need. So it's been great, and I have I have um, company while we're doing it, and and actually, you know, I've just kind of been standing off and kind of supervising and helping and giving ideas, and um, they've been doing so great, and I'm so proud of them, and um, it's just been it's been great for me too because you know, to answer their questions and help teach them about um, what it means to, because none of the kids so far know what it truly means to be hungry. And um, they've just responded in a great way. In fact, I had a, a mother um, with their two kids, she wanted to come and help as well. And the kids were high school and, and middle school age. And, and um, the boy kept saying, these are awesome. These, these are awesome snacks. Can, can you buy this for us at our house? And, and, um, you know, the, the mother was like, you have plenty of snacks at your house. You know, we're, we're happy to give these to the kids here. And so, um, and some of the kids, when they come, they'll have, they'll notice what we're running low of the week before. And all of a sudden they're coming to pack bags and they've got a whole grocery bag full of items that were short. And, you know, Mrs. Pearson, I know we were low on pasta sauce last week. So I bought, I bought a bunch of pasta sauce, you know, I mean, it's just so great. And so um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I can hear it in your voice. It's <laughs> <That was just laughs> great. It's just how it should be. I wanted to say that, that like when, um, Mark, when you start off by saying social justice stories, like that is social justice right there. Like you're building empathetic children, like you're, you're, you're spreading the compassion with them. And that to me is like the most inspiring part because this is what, what it's all about also. Like, yes, giving back, but then teaching our youth or other people spreading this so that um, we are conscious of this and, and really having that snowball effect with you know other people and other agencies or you know just bringing light to this and awareness and um i just give kudos to carrie ann for that because this is what our youth need including my own child you know i'm gonna send him your way too okay <laughs> even though he's, he always comes with me like to you know any any type of events i bring him with because i need him to also be um to know or realize that he is privileged, <laughs> um, but I, I really do applaud you for doing that, really. Amen, amen, it's, it's a wonderful model and uh, everybody wins and everybody grows and everybody benefits. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up tonight, I wonder if there are any, any last stories that are uh, needing to be told, any uh, families or kids or anything else that you'd, either of you would wanna share. I mean, I just want to say that, I mean, when parents, well, now in the parent side, when they come and pick up the food, um, and I mentioned asylum families, but I, we also have families that come and pick up that are in situations where they are fostering grandchildren, you know, so um, for instance, like sometimes like I will deliver some of the bags, you know, when, when, when um, they're not able to come or they're in situations like really like 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 this past friday um a grandmother who has her four grand grandchildren right now in temporary guardianship um she came with a um you know those little shopping carts those foldable ones and her two youngest grandchildren who are not in school yet um were inside the folding cart and then she had because it was raining um or misting you know she there was a uh, she had a stroller like umbrella over the kids 
So, um, you know, despite like the rain or the cold, like they're there. And, and that to me shows that the need is there and they are really um, looking forward to the, this, you know, the, the backpacks or the, the food, the groceries, um, because they're willing to, I mean, they're sacrificing, you know, getting these kids out and, and it, it, it doesn't t- matter how, it, how they get there, they get there. And that to me shows that the need is there and they appreciate it. Um, now I know like, oh, I, I'll go and deliver it. Um, that really, I'm like, oh, I felt really sad that she had to come over here um, with, with the two grandchildren that, that way. But, um, but at the same time, those things, you know, make you value things, make you value the life that we have, um, um, appreciate all that we have. Um, but just know that this backpack ministry is really making an impact in our community. Our families, our students, our kids really appreciate it and look forward to it. And they truly are being blessed. Um, so thank you so much for highlighting this, this, this story and highlighting everything that, that Carrie Ann and our saviors does and the students that volunteer to pack. Um, and just thank you. Like we are the blessed ones in our school because these are our families that get to have um, these weekend backpacks. So thank you so much. Well, I, I um, was, we keep track of how many bags that um, we donate um, because I think it's important for people to understand, you know, this is an ongoing thing. And when I added it up the other day, I was astounded that we have um, donated 660 bags of food um, to District 59 in just this year and a half. And um, that is kind of mind blowing, you know, that, that um, we have been able to help families over and over again um, with this blessing of the congregation, you know, paying it forward and donating this food. And um, I just can't wait to keep going and, um, you know, keep going and keep going and keep going. (laughs) Oh, that's a lot. And that's, that's really cool that, um, you know, your idea and you guys connecting and finding this need, you know, has been able to do that. So kudos to both of you wonderful ladies on coordinating it and, and keep it up. And if somebody wanted to donate Carrie Ann on that end, um, how would they go about doing it? And what if they're not a member of our saviors? Well, you can go to our website, our church website, www.oursaviors, it's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-S.org. And if you look under ministries, you can pull up Backpack Buddies, and there is a PDF there of a list of the food items that um, we request or that we are in need of. And um, you can drop them off um, at church um, during our church hours, which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. right now. Um, But you can also contact me um, at my email address and we can arrange also a drop off time too. Um, my email address is on our website. It's cpeterson, S-E-N, at oursaviors.org. And um, you know, we, we take donations at any time. So um, if you have questions about the Backpack Buddy program, you can always email me and I can fill you in. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's great. Um, and in a, in a world that's faced with so many challenging stories you hear on the news, many of which are related to uh, problems with social justice and people in need, there are little armies just like yourself uh, that are doing good work. And uh, so many of these great stories that uh, we want to highlight and you're, you're one fantastic story. So thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight and sharing with our listeners all about Backpack Buddies. And thank you for the work you do and, and God bless the continued work. Thank you so much. Thank you, God bless you guys too, thank you. And that wraps up this episode of Just Stories. We hope you've enjoyed this time and you'll join us again. Just Stories is a partnership with Our Savior's Lutheran Church, an ELCA member church, where all are welcome and we join in God's reconciling work, which prioritizes disenfranchised, vulnerable, and displaced people in our communities and the world. Your hosts are people of Christian faith, and we recognize that God works through many vehicles, including those of differing faith or of no faith. Our guests may or may not be members of Our Savior's Lutheran Church. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend, and please subscribe. Tune in next time for more of Just Stories.